Hello, people, and welcome to Ad and Jay Chat Footy. Again, this is our weekly excuse to catch up, chat footy, and force our mediocre opinions onto others. I'm Ad. With me is my co-host, Jay. How are you doing, Jay? I'm good. Good morning. Nice to speak to you this morning. Nice to have the volume issues sorted out, and you seem in a more positive mood this week. It's, mo- it's morning time. My well, the sun is shining. out. The sun is shining. That, that's the secret, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Basically, you've got no kids around you. No, no, no kids around me. No kids likely to be back in the next hour as well. So Nice. Freedom. Positive. It's almost a shame that you're wasting it doing this podcast, isn't it? Well, I'd only be that or playing FIFA. Yeah, true that. True that. And yeah, a conversation on that will come up later. Um, so just want to say, obviously, apologies to any listeners about the volume issues last week. But to be honest, based on Jay's negativity around Liverpool, it was probably best that he was drowned out a little bit with that sound. Um, but what was terrible for pretty much all three of our teams the prior week if you just count in last weekend was actually good all round for all three of our teams uh literally every single team had a win had some de- fairly decent performances so it was a bit of a better week wasn't it jay well liverpool didn't have a win he did oh, against sheffield united oh yeah um, oh, no, cause, it's cause I'm, I'm, I'm now I've gone back into depression after, like, I forgot all about that. I forgot, oh, yeah, we beat bottom of the league. Yeah, right. yeah. actually had a win against bottom of the league. Away, and then, and then back great the victory. Yeah, well, well, we'll move on to that in a bit, but I guess just to, again, give you a shout out for what's coming up on today's show. We've got the results from last week. Uh, we'll talk about headlines, predictions. There is another controversial opinion. Uh, and then potentially some random topics and quizzes as well. So, uh, should we go through the results of last week and our predictions first, Jay? Yeah, can I stop you quickly and just yeah, say, because uh, because you did such a great job with our the name of our podcast, like Real Imaginative. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and yeah, so I was wondering if you'd, if you'd have any thought about maybe adding a tagline. Like? like well, like, you know, I, I don't know. Based on based on the last three weeks' conversation, I'd probably say it's you know informative and inaccurate. Informative <laughs> and inaccurate. Yeah, yeah, uh, pretty, pretty um, mediocre, informative and inaccurate. Yeah, yeah. I can't let go of the fact I forgot the Everton Liverpool wasn't a draw. This this been bugging me since. Yeah, that that was cropping up quite a bit when on the clips I was watching on on the internet recently, actually. So. Um, yeah, never mind, mate. We we, we all have moments. <laughs> got this one. I, you didn't pull me up on last week on the recording when I predicted a score. I predicted a draw to Arsenal. I think I said it was going to be two all to Arsenal. So <laughs> we, we all have our moments. That's what I mean. Uninformative and uh, <laughs> inaccurate. I think that, that sums it up. It definitely sums up the first three weeks. Yeah, we, we, we've definitely got a future in this. Like, <laughs> our calling. Yeah, well, we'll see. Okay, so starting with the Sheffield United versus Liverpool game, you predicted one all. Yeah, uh, I predicted two one to Liverpool, so it was two nil. Um, so I got the closest, but no one was absolutely spot on. Then we had Leicester v Arsenal, which you predicted three nil. Um, oh, who did you say it was two? Actually, I haven't got it noted down. Was that? Had you predicted 3 0 to Leicester? Or? I'm pretty yeah, sure you uh, haven't. Yeah, yeah, 3 0 to Leicester. Yeah. Uh, whereas I predicted 2 all to Arsenal. <laughs> 2 2 2 to Arsenal. That's, how, that's what you think of results to me. If you get a 2 2 yeah, draw, that's a, that's a winning. Oh, yeah. Well, to be honest, before the game, I would have 100% taken that. Um, but it was actually 3 1 to Arsenal. So uh, neither of us really got close to that. And then last one was Bournemouth Watford, where I predicted 3 0 to Watford. You predicted 1 0 to Bournemouth. And it was a 1-0 to Bournemouth game. So uh, we got our first correct score. Uh, you, say, you, say, you say we, you mean me. <laughs> I've got my first correct score. One. It's one. So you're, you're winning 1-0 so far, Jay. So Great. well done. Great. Um, so that, I guess let's jump on to Liverpool first of all. Um, I know you're going to be clouded a little bit by the midweek game. But if we start on the game against Sheffield United, what was, how did you sum that one up? Uh, Can you even remember it? Not really, not really. I think you know. I, I mean, I said a one-one draw on, on the podcast because I, I, I guess I was kind of being a bit more um, 
yeah, worst case scenario, Liverpool draw, and then I can celebrate the result and go, yay, I got it right. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, if I'm honest, I would have, I did expect us to win. I hope we'd win, and we did win, but it was nothing. You know, we didn't go and turn them over or anything. Um, the only thing, the thing that I took from the game was how much, how that our new centre back Quebec. Let me just try and word this in a way that isn't too offensive. Yeah. Needs cool. to adapt to the Premier League. There we go. That was quite diplomatic, I think. Yeah. Um, okay. Basically, uh, you're saying he. Yeah, well, he just like, I mean, he, he's one of the pl- slowest players I've ever seen turn. I mean, I don't know if you saw the own goal he scored. No, no, that, I haven't was, that was disallowed, thank God, because we were, uh, their player was offside. Um, was that against Sheffield United? Yeah. No, yeah, no, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, he basically just booted it into the bottom corner. Nice. So just, <laughs> just, yeah, so. So yeah, I mean, I've got some reservations about again about him. He, you know, when I when a player comes into the Premier League, especially if they play at the back, I think one of the things that they, they if they're not a world class player, they need a bit of pace, because if they if they're world class player or even you know of a good standard, they'll be able to read the game. But when you yeah, get yeah. someone that comes in that doesn't really, I mean, let I, you know, he's only been he's only made four appearances, so I'm not going to write him off yet. But I, you know, but I, I often think like, how many have I actually been wrong about over time? You know, when you look at a player and, and within like half an hour, you go, he'll make. Yeah, it you can judge. You can judge. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, on his first few appearances, I, you know, I look at him and just go, he, he doesn't. He doesn't strike me. Someone reads the game well, and he doesn't strike me. He's not quick. So if he just get, you know, we play quite a high line anyway, and we've not changed it. So the teams are just going to look. It suits teams for us to have a central centre back like that. Soak up the player, yeah, play yeah. ball over the top. Someone will run on past him, and then yeah, goal. And then if Allison doesn't come sprinting out of his goal to try and you know to try and header it out, then yeah, they're three. They're 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 through on goal. So. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point because most teams are playing like that against you where yeah. they sit back and therefore you've got high line and they want to hit you on the break. So a slow centre-back is ideal for that. Yeah. And especially if Allison's maybe getting a little less confident with his uh, sweeper-keeper type play. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it is early days. And any other season you wouldn't have bought him. Anyway, it was only because it was sort of dramatic circumstances that you ended up purchasing someone like that that was wasn't really cut out for it. No, no, and it's it's a shame, really. But it's like I said, I think it's it's the pace thing that gets me. You can take a defender that you know that makes a few mistakes and gives the ball away if they've got a little bit going backwards, you know, and they can, you know, at least they can match someone's run. Um, yeah, I, I I mean I don't know, or if not, you know, just take a couple of yards, take a step back a couple of yards, and don't worry about playing teams offside. The thing about Liverpool yeah. is that they've they've got used to playing this high line, and if you watch, they try and catch teams offside quite long, so they're quite a lot. So they, they you know, and don't get me wrong, we get it wrong, and teams get chances. But when you've got someone like that, and you do, who one isn't embedded in the Liverpool backline, he's not going to be able to. You know, we're going to make more mistakes defensively when trying to play a high line and you know playing people offside. I think that that is. I mean, there was the the Werner uh, was it the Werner incident on Wednesday where he was offside. It was a joke, really. It should never be offside because he's, oh, he's yes. offside yeah, by yeah. his arm. And and the thing is, is that yeah, I think they covered it on. I think it was maybe it was BT Sport. I was watching some highlights and they said like, but you. You, now you can't put your hand out to direct where you want the ball to go. Yeah, you know, yeah. An that's what all strikes are doing, yeah. isn't it? And defensively, if you think defensively, you're naturally going to be going the other way. So if there's a tight yeah. call, your body's always going to be leaning forward because you're, yeah, you're protecting your goal and that's just sprinting back. So you, you've almost got to do it by standing foot. So that the the, the foot that's on the floor, yeah. uh, furthest back, you've almost just got to do it by by that. Because that's the only part of the body that isn't affected by the way you're leaning. Yeah, I, I, I think something else happened. I saw, I didn't, I saw a headline which said that FIFA are all up for introducing or trialing this VAR light, and I don't. Yeah, I, no, I, I, yeah, I've seen that. I don't know what. I, 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 I'll be honest. Maybe I'll look at it for next week, but I don't really know what it entails. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it's probably a bigger conversation, but I think it's to do with only parts of the body yeah. that can score a goal are accounted. Um, so therefore your arm can't it's basically from your shoulder down but then you've still got your head which is going to be potentially further forward than everything mm. else so yeah, I don't know for me it just feels like the foot it's football just call it the foot it's simple then you know the the details of where you're leaning shouldn't really come yeah. into play of it it should literally just be your feet and it's nice and simple then and I think that's the problem it's a bit too complicated it makes me think but, it makes me think they've looked at uh, like horse racing 
No horse racing at the end when they do <laughs> yes, like a photo yeah, yeah. finish of like Well, yeah, it's the same sort of technology it feels like, doesn't yeah. it? When they um when they judge it, but yeah, it does doesn't feel right. Yeah. And you've got um, they've got to be so reliant as well on the because this is my wife was saying it to me in the week and she was like, Yeah, but he was he he you know, but he was offside. And you're just like, but you're also relying on the on the exact moment, you know. So I think that they're. I, I mean, I don't know, but I imagine they're still framed at sixty frames a second. So sixty frames in a second, and you take the frame where the where the, the player is kicking the ball. But it, then it's like, well, well, when you're making these marginal decisions, that has to be a hundred percent accurate. As in the moment yeah, well, he leaves his foot, that's the moment. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you're going to go the accurate, is it the moment the player's foot touches the ball? Or is it the moment the ball leaves his foot? Yeah. And that's when you, when you come into those fine margins, it's like, where do you stop those fine margins? And then it gets a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but we, we, we've gone on probably another random conversation. <laughs> bad, but, but back to Liverpool game. One thing I did spot, is not necessarily, well, I guess there is a plus side to this. I was going to uh, talk about uh, Aaron Ramsdale saves. He pulled off some oh, absolute yeah. crackers, yeah, um, which, you know, for an ex-Pummel player to see was amazing. But the, the thing that showed, at least you therefore create some chances that you had to save, which I think has been Liverpool's issues in the past. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell I'm just trying, I'm trying to like go round the Liverpool subject. So any, any <laughs> opportunity, I'm going to be changing the subject. Do you want to talk about the Chelsea game at all? No, we were just uh, beaten and uh, fairly beaten. We, we, and we had one shot on target in the whole game and that was in the 81st minute. Yeah. yeah. How do you win things Chelsea are looking. Chelsea are looking strong, but yeah, you'd, that's the problem. Although it's the defensive issues, it's uh, ha- you just can't make chances at the moment. I'm telling you, um, the way when Chelsea played, especially in the first half, the amount of they were playing out from the back, but they were also they were almost doing it with a bit of I don't want to use the word cockiness, but you know they were just like come and get the ball, and it made made yeah. me think like. If the Anfield ground crowd were there, they would not let that happen. I'm telling you, no. they would put them under pressure. Yeah, yeah, just from the just from the shouting and like as as a player, if you're in defence and there's a whole crowd on your back, you do not, you can't act that calm, no, can you? No. And they were, I mean, they were, I mean, they were good. Like you know, they were literally. It was annoying. They were just like popping it about, and and you just think that yeah. that that's one of the things. And again, I don't want to make keep making excuses. Well, I am making excuses, but I don't. I don't want to seem like my excuses outweigh the fact that Liverpool have been rubbish because they don't. And and um, because ultimately, the players that they put out on the pitch, they should be able to you know, compete with the likes of Chelsea and, and have more than than um than one shot on targets. But I think that that you know, I, I it would be naive not to factor that in. And it's the same for everyone, but I think that there are some stadiums which you which kind of strike that fear into defenders a little bit. Um yeah. and so yeah, I think that there is a difference. And 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 I also think that that's I, I actually agree with the fact that they probably shouldn't allow fans in, especially big numbers of fans on the last game of the season, because I think that it is if they, all season, it's not been like that. So if you've got teams battling for relegation, it, it, will, it yeah. gives them an edge. It will give them an edge. Yeah, it changes the dynamic really of that last game. And yeah, kind of almost unfair. But then, you know, who's the game for? Is it a game for the clubs and their results or is it a game for the fans? And ultimately, that should be the priority is getting the fans in because it's their game. Yeah, yeah, I think that. I think that's something we can pick up again towards the end of the season. <laughs> so I think it's going to come up and I think a lot of people will yeah, talk about definitely. it. definitely. And I think it will all be dependent on... You know, if there's nothing to play for at the end of the season, if everything's been decided, but that's not usually the case and there's usually a couple of games which mean something. But then, you know, as I'm saying that, it's like, well... Every 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 game means something because the higher you finish, the more money you get. You yeah, know, from the, yeah, from the, I from guess. the Premier League payout. So yeah, I definitely think it will be. It will be. I mean, they like to talk about everything anyway, don't they, in the media? But but I definitely think it's something that we'll we'll, that we'll be hearing a lot more of as the season progresses. And, and like I said, I, I I want fans back as much as the next yeah. person. Um, and interesting, I don't, I don't know if Liverpool are playing at home or where in the season, at the end of the season, because maybe that will affect my opinion, depending on where we are in the league. Yeah, right. It could be a very if you've good got one chance. last game to get in Champions <laughs> yeah. League and then you're at home, you're like, yeah, fans in, please. Bring them, come <laughs> yeah, on. We need them there. Um, but yeah, I think it's something that will be talked about a lot. But yeah, so um, yeah, the result, the result's not great. Yeah, well, I'm going to read out a comment we've got from our Instagram. I did a post about uh, your favourite subject, which was uh, Tiago, yeah. And uh, just saying, you know, is it bad form 
Um, or is it just bad timing of coming into a Liverpool team that are on bad form? Okay, so I'm going to read a comment from our Insta page from a local band, Peace, Love and Gloves, the local legends. Uh, so we've got a comment saying, ruining the way we play, need Hendo back in the middle, pinging out the balls with fast counter, not holding the ball up with passes in the middle of the park. A lot of his passes don't make it through either. I personally feel he's a massive part of why we are doing so bad at the Mo. Obviously, the defence situation don't help and we need Hendo back running things and driving the team on. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think he's been... And don't get me wrong, he's a world-class player, so why shouldn't he be thrown at the deep end? But I think most of Liverpool's players, when we've signed people, especially if they're not from the Premier League, you think of Fabinho. I know Robertson was in the Premier League, but he went down with Hull. They were given kind of four or five months um, yeah, to, yeah. Kind of to, to bed in. Whereas yeah, he probably he had a he had a he had a couple of days he had a couple of weeks and then we needed him in because of defense because of injuries, um, so yeah I think he plays a lot of Hollywood passes I think he does it would be interesting to see what his pass conversion is because I also think that I also think he probably he doesn't retain the ball as much as what we what we we had hoped he did but he's adjusting to the Premier League you know he's not. So I don't want to make him just the scapegoat. I think our, our attackers haven't performed. If you take Salah out of the equation, I think, you know, our goal tally, or our, our, the goal scored is pathetic. Um, so, you know, for, for a team that wanted to win the league, I, I mean. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I can see it. I, I, I think that, I don't know whether when we signed him, whether I thought he was going to be someone who, would come straight into the team and become a first team player. I probably did, if I'm honest. But the other part of me thinks, would that have been how Klopp thought? Or actually, would we have, you know, given him till Christmas, used him in a couple of games? Because he got injured as well, didn't he? You know, he played yeah. he in that second half of the Chelsea game and absolutely bossed it. I think he got the record for number of completed passes. Yeah, in, remember that fact, yeah. Yeah, that. In, the, in, in that second half. And everyone was raving, this is exactly what we need, this is what we have. But then he was kind of, that was it then. He was in the team. And, you know, we weren't, as, we weren't attacking as fluidly as we have been. We, we, Liverpool were used to playing a game which was, you know, we'd go from defence to attack quite quickly. Very fast build-up, you know, one, two, three, four passes in on goal. Yeah, yeah. Thiago tends to slow the game down. And so, yeah, 100%. Or he looks for a Hollywood ball, which, you know, which you kind of go, is, you know, 70% chance of making. And so... Yeah, I can see it. I don't want to make him scapegoat because I think he's a great player and I think that he will come good for Liverpool. I think the timing of it, whether you, you know, whether we need to whether we need to revert back to that, you know, Henderson went out on Milner or Cater or the Ox in there and you know that that you know that tried and tested way and actually going, well, do we need do we need someone like Thiago anchoring? Because if you look at Fabinho, he's a, he's a different player. One, he's, he's a very good defender. So when he's playing centre mid, he can spray the ball, but he also knows how to play quick. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, he'll give the quick, quick, quick give and go. Um, I kind of hope that Thiago would do that, but it, maybe it's unfair because he's just come into the Premier League. Look at someone like Robert Perez. you remember what he did in his first season at Arsenal? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't up to much his first season, but then I think it was his second season he absolutely spanked it. And, yeah. Um, was, yeah, one of the catalysts for us winning the league that year. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, I think it's a fair point, especially because him and Fabinho are fairly similar. So you don't want two of those types of players in your midfield because it completely changes the dynamic then. Yeah. Whereas well, my, my response to that comment was actually you need a fit maybe you need a fit Oxlade-Chamberlain, someone that drives through the middle. Mm. You know, he's not the best passer, um, but he, he'll get the ball and he'll try and drive through, get a shot off. Because you're not really even shooting from centre midfield no. that much, are you? So Cater's another um, one like that as well. When he, when he plays, and I mean, he gets injured a lot, and but, but when he's played, and when I say when he's played, when he's played and he's been at like 80 or 90%, he makes a difference for us because he is that player. He will pick the ball up and he will run with it. He can defend. He's got a good engine, um, but again, he's just not been fit. So, yeah. you know, it's, it, you just don't want to make it. I don't want to constantly make excuses about injuries because it's not all about that. And uh, plenty of teams have had injuries um, that could have, that you know, that could be used as excuses. I think that you know, Liverpool have performed at such a high standard for three years, like three years of you know winning. You know, you think of like even the season where we finished second in the league, we got ninety eight points. 
Yeah, There's a yeah. lot of points. And, and it was, all, you know, whatever comes up, goes up, must come down. And it just so happens that, you know, if you flip the clock back six weeks, what are they talking about? Liverpool's three-year record at Anfield and yeah. goal, and now they've lost five in a row for the first time in, Crazy, their, history, isn't it? in their history. It's, yeah, it's just insane. Yeah. It's strange times. I don't, yeah, I don't envy being a Liverpool fan at the moment but to go to from so quickly to such a high to just completely see like if, if you were losing but playing well it'd be a different story but mm. it's just from yeah being at such a high then just being so poor yeah um, yeah but it'd be t- tough to take especially because your team hasn't really changed that much apart from the defence and the injuries you've still got good players available in all positions I got um, a good idea for the tagline actually now we've been talking about it so Adam Jay's footy chat we mostly talk about Liverpool yeah it seems like that I'm gonna to have to edit a lot of this out to make it fair um okay well let's let's move on to prediction for this week so it's Liverpool versus Fulham what what's your score prediction Jay 2-0 Liverpool 2-0 Liverpool okay so a win a clean sheet but not setting the world alight no okay I'm gonna go for slightly just only slightly more optimistic a three nil Liverpool win um hopefully a bit of a bounce back because you know as much as I don't support Liverpool I am a fan of them as a club and I think growing up with surrounded by Liverpool fans like yeah half of my friends being Liverpool fans you kind of get it forced upon you so um yeah do do like them and do want them to do well so hopefully they do bounce back okay moving on to Arsenal so we've had, uh, you know, a good week. Obviously, we won our game against Leicester, which was for me, you know, fairly surprising, especially the way that we won. Um, so that, that was really good to see. Leicester, I think they were a bit unlucky with injuries. I think they had a couple of people that went off. They, they were not on form either. So I don't know if it was necessarily because Arsenal were awesome. Uh, but it was good to see that Pepe was looking better. Um, there's a lot of shouting outs talking about Cedric Suarez on, in the right back position, actually staking his claim for that ahead of Bellerin. And, you know, maybe the Pepe, the likes of Pepe and Saka might do better with a bit more of a solid right back who overlaps a little bit more. So um, yeah. yeah, some in- interesting shouts about that, but even William had a good game. Um, although I'm not really convinced about him still you get one good game from him, but he doesn't ever really do it consistently. Um, did, you, did you catch any of it at all, Jay? Well, the Leicester game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had it on. Um, I think Arsenal deserved to win. The, yeah, yeah. You De- were definitely right deserved to win. Leicester are never one of them teams that have you know, been, they haven't really shouted up too much about it, but they've been, especially the last few weeks, like struggling with injuries. Yeah, big time. Um, they're, 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 and very key players for some, for a team that has a smaller squad, yeah. when you when you lose those key players, it, it yeah, has a bit more of an impact on you. Yeah, agreed. Agreed, but yeah, I think I think um, yeah, I mean, I I think Arsenal, I think Arsenal, you can they you know they they'll comfortably finish in the top seven or eight. Yeah, well, yeah, well they're, yeah. they're about tenth or eleventh at the moment, but I do think they're starting to hit form. They had a bit of a wobble, but I think that they will come good by the end of the season. But definitely won't be getting anywhere near top four, but. Um, top seven or eight, it's okay. If we again, if we get a decent cup run, maybe get to the final of the Europa League, um, you'd be fairly pleased for that in Arteta's first full season. But then next year, we we have to demand a lot more. If you win your game in hand, you're only three points behind Liverpool. Really? Mm. Okay, that's interesting. Actually, yeah, I didn't see that. Um, yeah, so it's really it's six points. If you win your game in hand, that is it's six points off of um, top five. Well, fair. Yeah. Well, we're, we're more in form at the moment than Liverpool. But the problem is, if Liverpool do get on form, you know, who who knows where they will then end up. But I guess that's the beauty of the season is it's all very tight in a lot of different areas. I was going to mention that, actually. I forgot to say about uh, the Sheffield United team against Liverpool. Although Sheffield United are bottom, compared to other seasons, they're not exactly a terrible, terrible Premier League team this season. Um, compared to some of the other teams we've had that have been stuck at the bottom and just losing week after week after week, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really put Sheffield United in that category. No, they still, still, still give you a game, don't they? Yeah, um, and I think a lot, lot of the teams down there are, are, are not as terrible as we've had in previous seasons. So I think in all areas of the league, it's quite tight. And apart from obviously, unfortunately, first place, everywhere else still looks very tight. And there's no runaway winners, like for instance, for runners up, uh, second yeah. place. Who knows who's going to get that? So at least it makes for a more exciting season, though. 
Mm. Um, so Arsenal have got Burnley, uh, which is going to be starting in, I think, about an hour and a half's time, which I'll be watching. Uh, what's your prediction for that, Jay? 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Oh, well, I have got exactly the same prediction for what I went for when I was putting this to get together last night. So I'm going to change mine then to 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Who too? So I <laughs> did it again, didn't I? <laughs> Uh, I can't did handle draws. Do, did you mean to do that? I didn't actually mean to do it at that oh, time. You, you definitely could have played it as you did. And like we yeah, oh, no, that, was, that was a good joke. Comical moment there. Yeah, That was better than your headlines last week. Hell no, that was not. That was sheer comedy genius. Um, okay, so I'm going one all to Arsenal. You're going two all. So um, moving on to Bournemouth. So did you, did, even you more do, in... did you mean to do it that time? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, good, yeah. Yeah, I think that'll just be a, a running theme going on now. <laughs> so, Bournemouth, uh, very interesting game against Watford. Did you see any of it, Jay? No, I didn't see any of the Bournemouth game. I saw the highlights. Oh, okay. Well, I, said, yeah, I saw no. the highlights. I saw the, the, the little um, the clips on Sky Sports. Oh, yeah. They, 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 that was almost the best bit about it. But fair play to Bournemouth after a terrible run facing a, a Watford team that, you know, they're in a very good position in the league, looking very, very strong. You know, I, th- I thought they, they they played all right. They weren't amazing, but they were in the game throughout it. They didn't look like a team in crisis or, you know, dramatically lacking confidence. So they feel, felt like they were really up for the game. There were some really good chances. You had Lloyd Kelly, you had a Charlie Daniels-esque strike where it was almost cur- curling towards the top corner as it, he hit it on the half volley. Um, Pearson doing a last-ditch tr- uh, tracking tackle. And then there was this moment where it was like end-to-end. We had a chance, they had a chance. So it was, there were some good moments of the game. But then obviously we scored. Um, and I think actually it was just after there was one one in- incident with Lerma where I think he went down from a challenge. We then went and scored and uh, yeah, I think Watford l- lost it after that and they were just all over Lerma, all game. Then obviously there was that, um, all that issue at the end of the game. Yeah, that's it, ha- handbags uh, at the end of the game, which to be honest, you know, it, it wasn't great and Lerma's behaviour wasn't amazing, but to be honest, he does it every game and you know part of me loves him for it because he just winds the um the opposition up massively so there's this term that has been kind of thrown around i'd say in the last few seasons okay before i go into this actually what what's our what's our rules on swearing on this podcast jay what, what, what do you reckon should be our limit what swear what swear words swear words yeah because there's a term i want to use that everyone uses to describe Lerma and players like him but um yeah, I don't know whether what what should be um, our policy um, when it comes to swearing on the podcast. Um, I think I've sworn on it already. If I'm honest, I yeah. So should we just go for it? The, re- the reason why the reason why I'm the worst person to ask at the moment is because I'm currently during my um, evenings between kind of five and seven when I should probably be helping more with the kids. That's when I'm kind of getting my FIFA time in, and so I <laughs> so I have to mediate my language. So I'm probably the worst because. My wife picked me up on the other day because I called someone an idiot. That's that's aggressively, but I was just like, yeah. something could happen. And she said, can you not use that language, please? And I was like, if you're worried about me saying idiot while playing FIFA, then it's something serious, <laughs> seriously wrong. So I'm probably not the go-to person when it comes to swear words at the moment because I've started saying things like, you chicken nugger. I, started, I was calling someone Claude, oh, wow. Claude the other day. I, as like, that that's... Was my- um... That's pretty brutal, mate. You need to calm that down. Yeah. That's that's bullying. I mean, imagine that. Like, I don't know if I get reported <laughs> to anyone on FIFA. Not that I really okay. use, the, use the headset, but yeah. So swe- swearing is, um, yeah, it's, it's good for me. I'm I'm old enough to. I've okay, heard, I've heard swear right. words. Have you heard? Okay, as long as you've heard them, I'm not yeah. going to offend you. Then it's all right. Um, so the term shit house. Have you heard that football term shit house yeah, yeah. recently? Yeah. So yeah, Lerma is the ultimate shit house when it comes to winding up opposition, while also still like getting in those niggly fouls. He's always up for a fight, and you know. For me, I, I, that's why I like him. But to be honest, I, that's what I liked about this game is actually the Bournemouth players were up for a fight. And sometimes they don't seem like they are. They don't seem like they're a team united. Whereas actually this did look like they're all up for sticking up for each other. Even though Lerma did do some play acting, the players were, had his back big time. Um, and I think, you know, potentially this could be the start of something for Bournemouth where, you know, they have had issues in the past where, it hasn't seemed like they've had that team unity and team spirit. Woodgate came in and said it was the quietest 
changing room he had seen. So maybe this could be the thing that spurs them on after a little bit of a fight. They all stick up for each other. They bond a little bit more over it. And um, yeah, hopefully move on and uh, start climbing up the table, which they won again midweek. Uh, it was an ugly win, 2-1 against Bristol. Um, yeah, to be honest, the goals were terrible. The first one was Stanislas whipped in. I don't know if it was a cross or a shot, but from the side, and the keeper just fumbled it in. Um, and then the second one came off uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers' bum, basically. So two dodgy goals, but it was a win. Two wins back-to-back. Um, not playing amazing, but at least they're getting some results now and hopefully they'll start climbing up the table, building some confidence. Um, doesn't cover up the fact that they're not playing well. But again, if they can just get that confidence, that'll help them towards that. Fingers crossed they'll start climbing up the table and be more likely to get in that top six position and you know maybe get closer to that automatic yeah, promotion. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. It's funny you mentioned Carter Vickers because that, um, that was a tweet I found on Wednesday about him. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know whether I feel what, like what I'm plagiarizing if I don't just actually give like the Twitter handle and give him some credit, or can I just read it? Uh, just, yeah, just so read it's it like out. Carter Vickers, the best, yeah, the best, the best thing. To, if I get a, if I get some sort of legal case against me, it's on you. <laughs> Your name's the first name, <laughs> oh, of the yeah. podcast, so it's on you. Uh, Carter Vickers, the best thing to happen to our defense since Ake. Cool, calm, never flustered, immense in the air, ferocious in the tackle. Had to be a priority to sign him if possible at the end of the season. Sorry about that. That was my the post has just arrived, as you can tell from my dog's, rea- my dog's reaction. <laughs> yeah, I can tell Sky's gone mental. Um, so yeah, he, he's he's looked solid. It, you know, I, I would say calling the best thing since Ake. I'm, I'm not so sure, but he does look solid for who he is, for how young he is. He's built like an absolute tank, so it doesn't look like a footballer. But uh, he, he looks very relaxed and calm at the back. Uh, I haven't seen him make too many mistakes. Um, and, you know, since he's started regularly, we have, you know, let in less goals. So, yeah, yeah, really good player to have alongside Steve Cook. Um, and, yeah, to be honest, I can't see him getting it anywhere near the Tottenham centre defence. So, yeah, let's let's try and sign him, I can't right. say. If anyone wants to um, prevent an illegal action against me and they want to actually, in this week, post their comments about Bournemouth, and maybe, we'll, maybe I'll read that out instead. Then just put, just yeah, put yeah, because um, I'm literally, I just get, I just think, because if I don't get to watch the game, I just think I'll just, I'll gonna have a look on Twitter and see what they're, talk, what they're talking about it. Um, yeah, yeah, why not? So yeah, if anyone wants to message but, yeah, anything if... about Bournemouth and wants me to read it out as my own, ping it over. Plagiarise it as Ping it over, please. Um, okay, so Bournemouth have Preston this weekend. Is that Preston? They're another sort of mid to slightly below mid-table team. What's your thoughts, Jay? You'd have to expect them to win now, wouldn't you? Really, a couple of games. Yeah, on, after games after the, the two wins, especially, yeah, especially getting those results against two, you know, decent placed teams, you'd you'd expect them to win. But it is at Preston, and this is Bournemouth. But yeah, what what are you going with, Jay? Two uh, one Bournemouth. Two one Bournemouth. So I have gone three one. Have they missed Josh King, Josh King much? Um. I would say not this season because when we did have him, I, I personally don't think he did that much anyway. He clearly wasn't, his heart wasn't in it. You, you would have thought for a player that was scoring so many goals in the mm. Premier League, he would absolutely be tearing up the championship. But yeah, he didn't at all. He, he looked like he struggled. So no, I don't, don't think they've missed him. We, we've been mainly playing Dominic Solanke, who he works hard. Um, and he has been getting some goals, gets the odd assist as well, but he's, he's not like a top, top striker, I'd say. I don't, I don't think he's ever going to make it as a, as a top consistent. But um, mo- most of the important goals come from a guy called Arnett Dan Juma. Have you seen him? Yeah, today? yeah, I have. I, I saw him last year. Yeah, he, he's quality. The, the problem is they play him out on the left a bit too much. I, I think I mentioned it last week, but he would be ideal to play as a striker or at least a little bit more off, off a striker because yeah. he, he's, he's so much better in the centre and he just needs the ball more in that central position. He's good good shooting outside the box, dribbling, can score goals inside the box. So, yeah, I, I'd see him as, as a bit of a better striker option. Yeah, I mean... Okay. I think that... Um, yeah, I mean, I... I, mean, I, I Solanke was at Liverpool, and he was. We'd got, oh, yeah, we got him in a tri- We got him in, a, in a, one of them tribunals with Chelsea, and I think we paid like four and a half million for him. Um, and obviously sold him on for is it twenty? 
think we sell them no way really Bournemouth. what to Bournemouth yeah to that's Bournemouth disc- that's where we, oh, sell that's all the, we sell all our players to Bournemouth <laughs> 20 yeah basically get rid of all your duds yeah. to Bournemouth who are willing to pay over the odds for them yeah but he's because, who's it? Jordan Ibe was 15 million I think wasn't he yeah he was he was but he's got a few goals this year Solanke hasn't he because he didn't I don't think he scored any yeah, last yeah. year well, minimal. I, th- I think he barely did anything until right at the end. He got a couple good goals against Leicester in our re- relegation battle, yeah. and then, um, but that was it. But he has scored goals this year. But you know, when you see him play, there's also some chances where you're like, "Come on, mate! If you're a decent striker, you should be you should be burying them." Um, so yeah, I, I don't ever see him becoming a top top player. Okay. Well, well, hopefully okay. he proves you wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'd love it if he did. I'd have to spend all that money on him as well. But, you know, let's focus on the positive. Bournemouth looking better, some better results after what's happened in the last sort of three to four weeks. Um, you know, a bit more team unity. Hopefully we'll show a bit more fight today and get another win. That'll be three wins back to back and start climbing us up the table. Great. Okay, headlines. I've only got one headline, which I, I was going to raise. Did you see the little spat between Jamie Redknapp and Roy Keane on Sky Sports? Yeah, about Tottenham. Yeah, yeah I, I found that quite interesting. Jamie Redknapp, oh, he was well up for the fight yeah, on, on that one, wasn't he? a bit of his heart, so I think. Yeah, no, definitely. Which is Because like, Keane, I love how brutal he is, but also sometimes he, t- he talks crap. Like, I'm sorry, to, to say that Tottenham players are average, like, uh, well, Jamie Redknapp was, was saying it, like, defenders like um, Toby, Aldo. I'm not even going to, out of Aldo? How to pronounce it? Yeah. Um, to say he's average, like, come on, he's a, he's a top centre-back. Yeah. He'd get in most teams in the Premier League. Uh, you know, the left-back, uh, Reguillon, he, again, he's, he's, a, he's a really good, solid left-back. A lot, a lot of the centre-midfielders, again, in a different team, they would probably do a lot, a lot better. So, yeah, I think Roy Keane could be a bit narrow-minded and harsh sometimes. So, I'm, I'm glad Redknapp stuck, stuck, stuck up yeah, for himself this, there. Yeah, it's exactly the same team that at the start of the season, after 10 games, people saying they could win the league this, this year. They've got, yes, they've got as good a squad exactly. as anyone else. So, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the same. Yeah. They talk about it. They know what they're doing and they talk about it because they want to, they want, you know, it's, it makes good for good TV. Yeah, they basically blow it up in whatever direction it's going so if they're looking good yeah, yeah t- title challenges this year if it's looking bad are oh, they're average they're mid-table and yeah they they, they do it on purpose yeah. they know what they, they're good at yeah but it was a um, i like i like to watch that to be honest because i like people getting a bit passionate yeah yeah i i love how much uh, uh mika richards micah mika richards yeah. um i love how much he winds them all up as well yeah, don't worry about the pronunciation because most commentators don't they yeah, true. Oh, yeah, that's a point. Um, on the whole, you know, I was calling him Tuchel. Yeah. I noticed on the game on Wednesday, I think they called him Tuchel. Yeah, they just make... Which, yeah, I would have never guessed. They just go with the pronunciation. and I, I prefer Tuchel, to be honest. Sounds much better, especially um, being European. Tuchel sounds way much better yeah. than Tuchel. Yeah. yeah, it probably is, mate. It's like, it's like, it's like when when Thierry Henry came and everyone's like, well, I don't know everyone was calling him Henry, but I, I imagine there was a few people that did it right at the start. Who, who's oh, this yeah, Henry? Definitely. Ter- Terry, Terry Henry. Who's this Henry fella that's coming? He's, he's good, isn't he? <laughs> right. Are you ready for my controversial opinion? Not really, because that ball thing's really annoyed me now, and I knew it would. Oh, I'm glad, so glad that, that, no, that you noticed that. It's really annoying, though, isn't it? It's because it doesn't look like it travels properly because the because it's got circles yep. on it. 100%. See? I was bloody right. Yeah. These aren't just weird opinions. No, but it's just annoying because I wouldn't have the time to normally focus on that. I wouldn't have even thought about it. I don't think I ever would have looked back and then, oh, the ball's wobbling a bit. That's a bit weird. But but now it's like I can't. It's all I can focus on. I've, I, like I said last week, I've become like lazy just worrying about what the referee's wearing. It's just like, don't worry about well, what the referee's wearing. It's not important. Yeah, well, I know of obviously you're you're paying as much attention to our Instagram page as I am. But did you see my post about um, that? I found the ball looked a little like, bit like a mix between R two D two and the other robot BB eight. If you put them yeah, together, that, did you? Is that the post where if, if they had a child? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 See? I can't stop. See- I can't stop seeing that now, though. Now, as soon as I spotted that, I just constantly when I see that ball rolling, I'm like, yeah, that's from Star it's not Wars. sponsored by Disney, is it? It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> They're buying everything else. Um, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Controversial opinion, which actually I've got an interesting story around this. Um, so I'll go into what it was going to be. And then I'll go into the interesting thing that happened last night. So my controversial opinion was 
about FIFA 21. Oh, this is a subject I like to talk about. Yeah. So I was going to say, and I had this lined up all week, I was going to say, basically, the game just needs to be deleted from existence and pretend that it never existed. Because I've been so disappointed with it all season. But then something weird happened last night. Well, you won a game? I thought... <laughs> <laughs> it might have coincided with that. But I, play, I played a couple of games and they were the best games I've had on it. Whereas I'm actually enjoying it. I was like, oh my God, this actually feels quite fun at the moment. I don't know because I haven't played it for a while and I was expecting nothing. But all season, any time I've played it, I've been so disappointed with the play. Feels like, you know... You move up the pitch, but no one follows you, and it's really hard to take it around people. Like I had mastered FIFA 20, like I'm, without blowing my own trumpet, I, I, I was top dog. I would absolutely mastered that game. I could beat the majority of people on that game. So to then go from that, playing FIFA 21, where everything changed, and I could barely get a win against sort of professional level, um, or, or when I played uh, F. Uh, FIFA Ultimate Team, I'm starting to lose against some really average teams. Yeah, I, I couldn't handle it, I don't think. I couldn't handle the fall from grace, so I wanted it to leave. But actually, after last night, I'm not so sure now. Where, where do you stand well, on this, I've Jay? Only, I've only picked up FIFA for the first time, apart from a couple of, you know, when we've had a couple of tournaments. And I say a couple of, like, probably like two in the last 10 years. I've not really played FIFA since, in fact, I can tell you, because I'm looking at them again. The last FIFA I had was 2017. So what, four years? And I wasn't, I mostly played the skill games on that. And I never, I'd never played Ultimate Team. I, like, I got it, I got, my wife managed to get me the new Xbox at Christmas. And I, so I got the game and I was like, I'm going to try and commit some time in it. Mostly because I went onto the game and I was terrible. I, 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 for some reason, I can't help hold run the whole time. I don't know if that's, that's an old school <laughs> way of playing or like an arcade way of playing, but I have to constantly tell myself. That, that is that that's that's basically because you haven't yeah. played it much since being a kid that's what kids do i think i mentioned that story about my son rowan when we used to play oh, yeah, when he was a bit younger cry. all he would do is no he wasn't seven he would have been 10 well, then... so he, he was it was pretty much an adult by that point <laughs> um but okay listeners the story is so it was the first time I guess we had started playing FIFA together and I wasn't used to playing with I guess a child of mine I was used to just playing with friends so we were on the same team and every time he got the ball he would just press the sprint button run into people and get tackled and we were trying to win a world cup at this point so it was it was pretty tense stuff I think we'd almost got to like the semis and he was just just pressing sprint running into people so forgetting that he was my son and almost feeling like I was just playing with one of my mates I may be I can't remember if I actually swore. I just think I was like, oh, for F's sake, Rowan, can you just stop pressing sprint? And um, it just went a bit quiet and I, I was just cracking on with the game. I could hear him just just sniffling in, in the background. I was like, you're right. He was like, you didn't have to swear at me, Dad. <laughs> uh, so I, I was very, you're very apologetic. And, um, yeah, I felt very, very bad. But you know, do you know what it's like when you play with your friends? Like it, all, you can literally call yeah. each other anything when you're playing FIFA because that, that's, just, that's just how you're playing. I don't, I'd not played with my son before and I think I'd slipped back into normal playing with your friends mode and um, realised very quickly that, yeah, that, that's not doable. But he's used to it now and he can, he can handle it and, um, and he has stopped pressing yeah. sprint. So um, maybe you just need to up your game that. What's that FIFA 17? Who's on the front cover? Yeah, that? I have got yeah. it there. Because the they're not worth trading in or selling. Uh... Marco Royce. Ah, uh, yes, I played that one. Yeah, that, that was, to be honest, 17, 18, 19, and 20. I thought they were all awesome. And every every new edition, it was just an improvement on the last one. It felt like it was going in a really, really good direction. I thought 20 was amazing. So I was, I was, I was just expecting 21 to just mm. carry on in that direction. But... Yeah, for the gameplay, it just really felt like it did. There's a couple of things that I've kind of had to learn. Like one is kind of jockeying and like running jockeying to hold people up and then letting go of run. And two is like manual player switching with the right analog. So rather than do a left trigger, Uh, it's really hard. And I've started to, there's something you can do on there, which is you can either do it set up to the player. So the player that you're currently selected is your center point of your D-pad. And then think of it like a clock. 
So wherever you want to change the player to, you think it's like one o'clock or four o'clock. That's what I've done. But I, because I never yeah, used, yeah, that's what I've never on, used it before, I was doing some reading. I switched to basically ball. So the ball becomes the centre point and then you work around the clock around the ball. And I find that a lot easier because ultimately, oh, really? when the ball's in the air, if you push to three, uh, to three o'clock, you're always going to go to the player that's behind the ball. Do you see what I mean? So, yeah, so, that's and, a good point. So I, don't yeah. that, I, I don't know if it's a trick that's worked. I mean, I played one game against it this morning because I, I qualified for the first time last week to this foot champions. So, you know, like the ultimately, you yeah. play 30 games at the weekend. I, I mean, I've only won t- yeah, 30, 30 games. games. I did. Oh, my uh, God. I, play, I played, I think I've played 11 so far and won two, but I don't. The first five, you get ranked, so you can play against anyone. And I mean, you play against some players that just, I mean, they, the, the word I would use is they bamboozle me and my eyes don't move fast enough yeah. around the screen to be able to keep up with them. And they just tear me a new one. Um, and, and yeah, and I, I mean, I've absolutely, I, I'm absolutely loving it at the moment. I love the competitiveness of it. I'm not great. I'm getting better. Um, and I, the one thing I find about it uh, about the the new FIFA and one of the things like they, they've got lots of challenges to do I don't know if you play much ultimate team but you know where you can you basically play friendlies with a team of all Italian players and you got to win six games yeah, yeah I was playing and there's like an etiquette on there which was which was which I only found out after a couple of games which is when you score the first goal the other person quits so you'd have to play whole games and it's basically first goal scorer and then you if you, the other person quits you get the reward for it so you can get through six games quite quickly yeah. well if you're any good if you're terrible like me, it still takes. I didn't know this. No, I didn't, and it was like etiquette. So I was playing. Um, I was playing on Thursday night, and I scored one, and he didn't quit. And I thought that's weird because there's some sort of there must be etiquette. I'm not talking to anyone on the headset. And then I scored a second, and then he sent me a private message, and he said, "I'm just looking for an assist, mate. Like, can you help me out?" I, he was said, "If I get if I get an assist, <laughs> I'll quit." So I was two 0 up, and I thought, "Yeah." So he scored one, um, got in his assist. And then he carried on playing and scored another one. And then he, and then he, and then he oh, sent me a no. message right, that said, and he must have been about 14 because of his wording. He, he sent me a message that said, thanks for that. I'm not quitting. Um, and then oh. I went down to 10 men. Bru- went down oh, to wow. 10 men and beat him 6-5, which I've told oh, everyone. nice. I bet that was the most satisfying, satisfying yeah, victory ever, wasn't he it? He wants to be my pal on Facebook. Yeah, afterwards he was like jump in another game i'll sort you out and i was thinking i fell for this trick already mate like you just done me over just a second ago. um but yeah he's like he's starting he's trying to add me to parties every 45 minutes which is i like to play with no sound on i know that sounds quite weird but i like i don't have any of the fifa sound like the commentator annoys me yeah yeah i just play oh, really? in silence or with music on um which i probably a bit weird for some people but yeah i um I, I, I'm absolutely loving it at the moment and it's competitive, but I'm not spending any money on it because that was the one thing which I want. I've talked about you in a couple of weeks, uh, over a couple of weeks um, around this. Uh, and whoever I've talked to on there, because a few people message you, especially if you had a good game. And I'll always ask like, you know, did you spend money? And the majority of people do spend money. And I found out from a, one of my one of our person that we know, his brother estimates he spent somewhere between nine and twelve thousand pounds over the last the last five FIFAs. Now, just think of that. Like, that is, he, he, and that's I should give you an example. He said the night that FIFA was released, uh, twenty, I think it was twenty twenty one. That night since these, they spent seven hundred pounds on packs or FIFA points. And play that is ridiculous. Class. I mean, they sent me their teams, and I think I've got a pretty good team. And bear in mind, I've spent not a single penny of my own money because I just think. I mean, it, I mean, there's two parts of it. One, it's like, I don't think that you should. I, I don't. I don't really agree with being able to get an edge by spending more money. I don't really. I, I haven't got a bit. Especially yeah, in a game no, like it does that. take and it, take and the it fun does, out of it. A lot of if you play great players and you play some people on there that come up with their bronze team and I go, oh god, they're going to be amazing because they've got no, you know, that they they've obviously they're getting bored of playing with their good team, so they're playing with a rubbish team and they still batter me six nil. And then you get teams where you play against basically if you if you got an equal opponent and they've got a slightly better team, the chances are they'll probably win. If you're about the same, the similar standard, because their pace is a bit yeah, better. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, and 100%. I don't, 
and and I think that that's so the one element is I don't like the fact that you know people who have more money can have a better team and therefore have an edge on the game. I'm not a massive fan of that. You look at games like Fortnite. I don't think they do that. It's more about what you wear, um, as opposed yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah skin, skin, which is, is mental the word. that people spend hundreds of pounds on that. But anyway, they do. I know kids do. Yeah, Rowan's up for it. He wanted to spend ninety pounds <laughs> of his birthday money on it. I was like, mate, fifteen. <laughs> max. Is. And, but you know, and, and but I think the other part of it, which which I I I, I think. I think I mentioned it to you. It's around the whole gambling aspect. So I don't gamble. I, uh, I quit gambling about four years ago. But I think there is a big element to gambling in this game. So, you know, trading in players yeah. or, you know, basically gambling 11 players to try and get someone slightly better. And I think if you think about, I mean, the age of people that play it probably, um, the average age is probably a lot younger than me. And you're thinking about, you know, let's say 10 to 15 year olds who are being even if you don't see it as gambling, it will be triggering that feeling in your brain of like, you know, of like, you know, uh, you know, because yeah. there a, there's a buzz from it. I found it like as an ex-gambler. Yeah, it's that same ad- yeah. addictiveness that comes with with buying it, especially with, when you've got when you're buying packs, yeah, and you exactly. don't know what's in the packs. That's a form of gambling because you're spending you're spending you're buying like hundreds of packs just to see what players you can get. Um, so yeah even if you sorry to cut you off even if you don't spend money there's you still there's still the element of gambling which is like you know because you're making coins and then you know maybe buying players and then you know the players that aren't so good you put them into you know one of their challenges and then you can generate another pack so I think that there is that encouragement and I found out it's actually been banned in never I think in Holland and Denmark or it's one of the Scandinavian countries in Holland that have actually banned it because it oh wow it, yeah it's quite quite a gr- progressive thing to do and they're, they're usually yeah. pretty good in those be, countries it, for maybe progressive action for, like that you know maybe it's like got a uh, peggy 18 version which I, I don't actually i don't disagree with because i think it does encourage people to spend money i found it and i, I will refuse to spend money on it but there are moments where you kind of you know, you, you spend a couple of hours like setting up these squads and putting them in and then you get the packs back and you get someone that's pathetic and you, it, it's annoying and you're just like, oh, oh, if only I could just get one more pack. And so, and, and like I said, as an ex-gambler, you see people yeah. who, you know, who do have access to a bank card or access to their money and, you know, you could easily, like easily, like, oh, I'll just do a tenner. Oh, I'll just do another 20 quid. Like, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, great game. And, 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 and I think, but I think it is, or it could potentially be spoiled by that. But you think about the revenue that EA must make off that game. Arthur oh, mm, well, you, you, that's just one one person that you mentioned spent seven hundred pounds on that first day. That there will be so, like people all around the world doing that. Potentially you know, more he said he did as it well. well. Listen to um, this. So apparently, on on um, I won't give their name, but on you know one of the like a catalog. Do you remember like old school like Littlewoods catalogs? And you can, you know, buy yeah, something yeah. for a grand and then pay off over the next 20 years for about an, for, for seven grand or whatever. Well, they, apparently you can buy these points on catalogues. Oh, How bad well, is that? So you can... that's, that is just to go to that level just for, for a computer game that you're winning just to buy points on where you don't yeah. have to pay it all up front. You can pay it. That, that, that just goes to show that it has that same mm. addictive element as gambling and the thing is as well to your point it, it makes it not fair because i remember buying this fifa and the previous fifa and you go onto fifa fifa ultimate team like i bought it pretty much the first week so i'm thinking okay i'm going i've got to have a rubbish team so <laughs> everyone else will i go in and straight away everyone's got top players they've already got the icon players where they've got the the retro players and it's like how have you done that already but yeah you've you've pretty much answered that because they're on there for 24 hours spending hundreds of pounds to go through all the packs mm. to already get to that point where they've got the amazing players um but we, we we've gone on from this being a controversial opinion about fifa 21 being terrible to then saying actually it's not that bad to then saying maybe the controversial opinion is about the points and how that it's almost slightly addictive and they should be monitoring it but um fifa 21 it's not as great as the rest, but actually one thing I want to highlight, which you'll love, it's too late now because I'm sure it's done, but they do this um, E-Premier League. Have you oh, heard Oh, yeah, it? I have. Yeah, I would know be able to qualify for that. Well, the thing is, what you do is anyone can start at the beginning because you basically play all, you choose your team, whether it be you support Liverpool or Arsenal, etc. And you then play this league against all the other Liverpool fans or all the other Arsenal fans. And the person that wins that league basically then 
becomes the player that represents that team. So I, I, I think I did it last season for Bournemouth because I was thinking hopefully they're local and there'll be barely any players. Obviously, there were some absolutely amazing players. But the idea is you play that league between yeah. you and the other Bournemouth fans and whoever wins that league then becomes the representative for Bournemouth and then plays in a tournament against all the other teams. Um, so, yeah, that's, I reckon that's something you'd, you'd really like. I, I played. I did all right. But, again, like you say, you always come up against those top, top players where you, just, you stand no chance. Like, I, I can beat standard players i can beat most of them and then you get these this one team that they'll yeah, just absolutely smash you 10 nil yeah like you said, can't like, even I get a sniff like my of eyes goal. don't work fast enough and i wear glasses and i li- i feel like <laughs> if you were to have like a, a camera on me like just li- like picking up like face tracking my eyes would be look like i've been steaming you know been drinking for the last 12 hours <laughs> because they're all over the place um it- yeah, well, I, I spoke to an ex-gamer who used to get paid to game, and he was at the time he was twenty-eight, and he said basically the ideal age for gaming in terms of your hand-eye coordination and the flexibility and speed of your fingers is somewhere between I think potentially like seventeen and twenty-three. And he says after that, basically, like any other sport, you're, you're pretty much out of the game. You're an old timer, and you're never going to be able to compete. So we are way out of it. I'm just be happy to get past silver one on this on this foot champions, which is just a win in eleven <laughs> games. So I've got eleven games to win in the next nineteen. So I'll let you know how that goes next week. Wow, that's going to be pretty tough going. Yeah, good good luck, mate. Right, let, let's move on from FIFA 21. We've spent a chunk of time. Um, so let, let's just move on and finish off with a quiz, which I believe. You are I providing am, yeah, for us today, Jay. Incredibly difficult. Amazing. Bring it on. I've got, a, I guess I was bigging up myself last week quite a bit. So I've got a lot to live up to. Let's see if I can handle it. Right. Yeah, I had it Some here. clicking going on. Here we go. Here we go. Right. So I'm asking for. The names of t- the names of what the, the team name originally of a Premier League team. So what they were originally called. Ooh. Oh, this is bloody hard because this is not in go. my I'll, lifetime. I'll start with one. I'll start um, with Arsenal. Okay, w- uh, Woolwich Arsenal. Is... Or yeah. well, they've been they've had a few names. They've got Woolwich, Woolwich Arsenal, Royal Arsenal. So um, it does have Woolwich Arsenal on here. Um, so I will I will give you that it was like the it was originally formed by workers of Dial Square Workshop that was simply known as Dial Square. So okay. was, um, I'm very impressed that you got that though. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. Growing up, Arsenal fan, I spent a lot of my time reading the history books. But anyone else, I'd... Well, I know they were called. I'm pretty sure they were called like Boscombe and Bournemouth they at were, some point. So they were originally called Boscombe St. John's Lads Institute, but then it resulted uh, okay. to Boscombe and Bournemouth Athletic. That was it, yeah, yeah. I knew, so yeah, I knew, I knew I'm not holding Boscombe like, something at, at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, yeah. Let's give it a what go, though. Um, Brighton and Hove Albion. I'll give you a clue on this. There was no change to Brighton and Hove. Okay, Brighton yes, and Hove United. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, get in was. there. Burnley. So Burnley again, I'll give you another so clue for this one is that, that it was it, I think they're Burnley FC now, but it was Burnley something else. Um I'm not gonna go Burnley United again because it's clearly not gonna be that. Um one Burnley rivals has to share that, that, that last part and maybe that's why they changed it. Oh, I have no idea no, I, who's I, I'm actually doubting whether the team... Where is Burnley in, like, in, like in, in, the, country, in the world? There? Okay, so... Who's got up there? He's got Leeds... It is Burnley is it Rovers. Burnley Rovers. Blackburn. So ho- hopefully no one oh, thinks so on that. Although boom, I did get use the tagline it, it, with inaccurate in, then it's not a problem anymore. Because we can put, yeah, we, we say that. <laughs> um, but but I'm sure that Blackburn are one yeah. of the, um, And that would probably make sense. Uh, Everton. Oh, Everton. Oh, 
Yeah, I've, I've got no chance. Go on then, what is it? I'm, I'm just Domingo, interested to know that he's now. Saint Domingo, yep, never would have got that. What about Liverpool? What were they? I think Liverpool have always been. I think Liverpool have always. What were they? Because um, okay. they were established after Everton. Because I, I know that Everton actually owned Anfield first. I think. Did you know that? Um, no, not 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 for sure. No. What What about United? Are they on there? Do they have do They have a previous name. Newton Heath. I'm Listen impressed with you Bournemouth and Arsenal, though. I'll wow. give you them too. So that's definitely a lot better than I've done in quizzes. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And to be honest, with that sort of thing, you're only going to know your own yeah. team anyway, because to look at that history of other teams I have, do you know, I've had would a, be I've quite had rare. A, um, okay, fa- fairly good uh, quiz. Information about your own teams. I have this. Um, so, as you know, I've got a Liverpool tattoo on my arm, which has the date that Liverpool established in, which I'm pretty, even now. I'm starting to, I know it because I look at it every single day because it's on my body. And I'm starting to think like it's like 90, 1912 or, or it might be 1918. Anyway, the, the bigger picture is I have this ongoing dream that I've had for the last 10 years. I don't have it a lot where I'm on who wants to be a millionaire. And that's the question. And I can't, I, and I can't, and you know what it's like if you want to be a millionaire. They, as you can tell, I'm kind of quite in, you know, I'm, I've, I've thought a lot about this, but the, the, the numbers are very close together. And I'm like, and, and I literally, I can never, I never get it. I never, I mean, it never, I never end the party. I'd love to, you know, I'd love to my dream to end with me winning the million pounds. It's never happened yet. Yeah, it's cut <laughs> off or, or sent to another dream by them. But, um, but yeah, that's just, that just comes to my mind. You, you know, there are certain things which, and I think I do it with the football as well. I, I should know a lot. And I don't know whether I just have too much football information in my brain that I sometimes struggle to get to the answer. Um, yeah see there's some things that I remember Arsenal's I'm pretty sure because I had a bed cover of it um, we, were, we were founded 1886 I'm going to google it now actually but I'm yeah, pretty sure that's stuck into my head 18, 1882 um, Liverpool were founded I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take my top off and have a look at my arm but do you see what I mean <laughs> like I should what, how, I um, should know that yeah 18, I was 1892 yeah Arsenal were founded 1886 as a munition workers team from Woolwich, then in Kent, which is southeast London. Can you edit out the fact that I said like 1912? Yeah, yeah. Because... No, that's um, that is 100% because, there. I just admitted that I have the tattoo on my arm and should definitely know. And I have access to a laptop, <laughs> me, so I could have been like, oh, well, yeah, but and then quickly typing in. You gotta think, you probably see it in. As a reflection, back Thanks, to front, mate, so maybe that, that puts you off. So, I, but it would be fair if I was saying that um, it was right. established in 2981. <laughs> 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 Although the two would look like a five backwards, I'm sure. So, yeah, but so yeah, 5981. Great, great. So, yeah, we started off with that. Um, with that, mate. Well, well done, mate. That was um, that was pretty impressive. Cheers. I got, I got two, two kind of got two out of two on that one. Out there because I struggled to, I was trying to find yesterday uh, names of like uh, Premier League footballs. So what they were actually called. Yeah, yeah. Whether they were names, names of so them. I'm sure that because you know, you know, what I was saying about the Mitre Delta. Well, that was definitely called the Mitre Delta Premier League. That was yeah. that was the ball. Surely, yeah, as yeah. we've gone through the years, the footballs have had names. And and the reason why I think was there like a mercurial ball? Yeah. So yeah. So I think I think yes, there was. So hundred percent, there was. I couldn't find the answers. Well, at all, no, there yeah, might have been. There might have been boots, boots actually. Well, I, seemed, I wonder whether they followed the football. Um, in my head, I'm picturing this one with lots of uh, thick black hexagons yeah, with I, like a yellow and red color. I'm, I'm googling it now. Yeah, the pre- uh, See what, no, no, it's no. The mercurial ball that's coming up for me is pretty plain with just a massive Nike tick on it. Yeah, but if you look, they did like the I'm actually saying that, that the Nike Premier League, but that's 2021. Maybe, maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe they're all called that now. Yeah, no, I, th- I think they're probably l- l- moving away from that quite a bit now I don't know I, I feel like they're missing the trick then because I still I, I still bang on about that Mitre Delta Premier League I mean if I could ever find if I could ever find one yeah yeah um, 
you know, I just, I, you know, it's like, I wish I'd just got one in Captex. I, lo- I literally loved it so much. And it was such a nice ball to strike. Oh, lovely. Absolute peach of a strike with that one. You hit that one nice and it just, uh, just stayed straight and just, yeah, hovered Pinged. above the ground. Yes. Right. I think we should wrap up there. We've got a lot of minutes we've gone through today. Uh, we clearly have not spoke to each other much or maybe any other human beings over the past week that we've no, just, just actually just gone on silence. and on and on. <laughs> yeah, nice one, but it was nice catching up with you, Jay. Okay, so to... Yeah, yes, same, same again next week. And uh, to, to all the listeners, as always, please do give us a listen, give us a like, give us a follow, go on our Instagram page, um, you know, share that around as much as you can, you know, provide comments, feedback to any of our posts, we'll read them out. If you've got any other things you want us to talk about, if you've got any controversial opinions, then uh, yeah, please do fire them over to us. Uh, no, any it. final well, comments, Jay? I think that maybe we should branch out and have a second podcast just about FIFA. Because I could just, I honestly, I could talk and talk and talk <laughs> about that. So if anyone, if anyone, if if anyone, yeah, that could be a good that, chat that plays FIFA and want to hear some people who aren't even. Well, you say you might be quite good at it. I know I'm pretty terrible at it, um, and I've only been playing for about three months, but I definitely yeah. have some opinions on it. Yeah, FIFA 20 was was my bag. Maybe for the next FIFA, if I fall in love with it again, right. we'll do Keep we'll do a FIFA podcast. Line. Yeah, awesome. Okay, well, thanks very much, Jay, and thanks to all the listeners. That is us for today. Hope everyone has a good weekend and goodbye, everyone. Awesome, mate.